Welcome back, everyone, to the 74th episode of The Jake and Joe Show. I'm Joe. I'm Jake. This week, we're bringing a little game show action your way. We teased it last week. This week, we deliver. We're going to be talking about logical fallacies, and it might turn into a series. We don't know. We're basically going to base it off how the discussion in this episode goes, how the game show plays out. We're going to give you song of the week like we always do, and that's our show. So we hope that sounds interesting to you. We hope that it tickles your brain folds. Remember I said that at the end of last episode? Was it last episode? It was. I said... And you said you want to use it now. Yeah. I said, I'm going to use it. And then I also said at the end of last episode... If you're binging our episodes, we'll hear we'll you'll oh, hear you us did. in a few minutes. Yeah. So if you are binging, I just said tickle your brain folds like three minutes ago, but in reality, Damn. it's been over a week. That's the magic, dude. It's so weird of streaming content. We lived a week of our lives, and if someone were to listen to two episodes back to back, it's like nothing. It's two happens. hours to yeah, them. It's nothing. Our lives, our, our lives are nothing to our listeners. The entertainment business is harsh. One day you're on top, and the next day, you're just regular schmoes again. Except, uh, that's where we've been. We're just regular schmoes, yeah. Yeah. I have yet to be recognized on the street for this show. I'll just say that. Like, I haven't been out and about and someone been like i recognize your voice are you joe from the jake and joe show <laughs> that why will yes never happen yes i am i am joe the closest uh way that that happened to me was when i worked at the credit union and michaela's mom drove up and she recognized you recognized me because i had a name tag on that said jake <laughs> and yeah, so she, she must have just recognized the way I looked, too, because I really doubt she was like, oh, the voice plus the name tag. Right, right. So she didn't even recognize you like, right. nat- like naturally. It was right. forced. Forced recognition. Yeah. I love it. That's about all we'll ever get. That's the goal right there, to just walk down the street or like go through a McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts, and then they look at you funny, and you just look at them, and you just nod a little bit. Like <laughs> It is me. Affirmative. This is why we need to start doing video episodes. We yes. need to associate our faces with our product. We will before the end of the season. Like I, I can confidently say that we will be doing at least one video episode before the end of the season. On my end especially because I will have no excuse not to. Because of I'll have some more free time. Yeah. Basically what it comes down to is us prepping, or me specifically, prepping this area to do a video episode. We mentioned it a few episodes ago, but we're recording in a new location. We're not up in my right. computer room anymore. We're in the basement. All we need and is the sound deadeners, really. Yeah, we need to get the sound deadeners up, and well, that's yeah, you're right. That's it, basically. But and maybe a nice little like artwork or something. Yeah, a little logo or something right there on the yeah. wall. Something, something that spruced the place up a little bit. I just uh, putting up the deadeners is going to be a bit more of a project than I thought it was. How I have to cut cardboard to be the shape of the deadeners because i can't i'm not just going to attach the deadener right to the wall i want a buffer so because how would i attach the the foam what am i going to use screws (laughs) screws so what i'm going to do is i'm going to use spray adhesive and cut a piece of cardboard out and have the foam attached to the cardboard and then use uh like command strips and use the command strips to hold the cardboard to the wall 
So that's a big project. I got to cut the cardboard and glue it. And we should just take a day, some weekend, and do it together. So yeah, well, we used to hang out on the weekends, but <laughs> I'm beginning to think that that's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> no, we don't even play games anymore. It's because like because of you. It's like we're just becoming work co-workers <laughs> it's your fault we don't play games jake i offer all the time <laughs> when's the last time you suggested we play games it's been a long time exactly i noticed that shift uh i noticed that i was actually telling troy today because he was remarking how he hadn't played games with us in a while and i said well you're not really missing much because shortly after he stopped playing we did too we went on playing duos for maybe a couple more weeks and then there was a period of time where you didn't like to play pub, but I still enjoyed it. And I would ask you, and you would end up playing. But then it switched. Yeah. Because eventually I was like, eh, I'll just like start playing World of Warcraft or something. And then you got back into pub. <laughs> I don't know that, and this is something that you used to say, and I fe- I agree. I don't yeah. know that I'll ever get fully tired of pub. No, it's it, there's something about it that is always fun and it's it almost like simulates a new experience every time you right. play it. Yeah. I mean, I can go back to Counter-Strike after 10 years of it being around and me like occasionally playing it on and off and still play it and enjoy it. Yeah. And I see PUBG being a style of Counter-Strike. Yeah, it's like the Counter-Strike for Battle Royale. Basically. Well, uh you went hiking this weekend. Yeah. That must have been fun. I mean, you could call it hiking if you want, but it was more just yeah. walking uphill. Mount Phillip is... It's a hill. Is a hill. Yeah. Towards the end, you get a little bit of an incline, like yeah, 15 there's, degrees. There's a little... There's some rocks at the end that you have to step on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun, though. It was nice weather. Much better than when we went... Uh, not warmer, but clearer than That's when nice. we went a few weeks ago. Yeah. We actually were able to see something at the top. And uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was fun. We saw Endgame. This weekend? Yes. We chatted about it for about 20 minutes before we started recording. Um, let's. We're not going to do spoilers, right? No. No okay. way. Just wanted to say that before someone listened to this and decided to turn us down. Oh, Endgame. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was a great movie. I was telling Joe that context aside, so without the fact that it's a Marvel movie, just from the way it was directed, it was... An astounding movie. Just the pacing and the plot, uh, the the emotional delivery. Mm. I guess if if that's the right term, it's like it, it makes you feel a certain way, and then it has a really good it has a good emotional pacing where it doesn't feel like a roller coaster. Yeah, it's just natural. Uh, the earlier in the day before we went and saw the movie, you said that you were probably going to cry. And that I was probably going to cry and that we were going to see each other cry for the first time. (laughs) Yeah. Did you tear up? I actually didn't. I was so surprised. I did. Yeah. I I teared up when, uh, you know, when there was a certain event that happened. (laughs) I'm not going to risk spoiling it. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry. I was so paranoid that I was going to have something spoiled before I saw it. When a certain event happened, I teared up. Um, Yeah. A certain event got spoiled for me. Which event? Because. I'll bleep it. Anyway. It was a good movie. We're yes. not going to say any more <laughs> because we don't want to spoil anything. Yep. Uh, I got about two minutes of content that I need to cut out right there because we just <laughs> talked about it more. But yeah, great movie. Smashed box office records. $1.2 billion opening weekend. Yeah. 
Infinity War, which was the previous Avengers movie, had a $640 million opening weekend. What? So this doubled it. I didn't realize it smashed it that much. Oh, I, yeah. I thought uh, Infinity War was like 900-something million. Wow. That's crazy. Maybe it was 900. Hold on. Hold I on. Know, dude. Correction. I just Googled it. Infinity War only brought in $350 million during its opening weekend. So Endgame just about quadrupled <laughs> the was that the weekend. previous best no i don't think so oh my word i was about to just like that's insane yeah it still is insane it, yeah. domestically infinity war made over a billion dollars yes yeah. domestically endgame made more than infinity war did worldwide that's so that's crazy, crazy. that's what happens when you hype a movie with memes and the entire power of the internet for years before it comes out. <laughs> yeah. All right, listeners, enough about us. Even though that's not entirely true because now we're going to be talking about our favorite music. So, here's song of the week. Wahoo! Joe. No, don't ask me. Okay. Me, what do you have this week? Yeah. Well, my song is called Slow Dancing in the Dark by Joji. Whoa, bringing now, a Joji track. Isn't this the goofball weirdo who's on YouTube? And wasn't he the dude in the pink suit? Yeah, that's that Joji. That blows my mind because this song is not comedy. Filthy Frank, that's Joji. He, yeah, how does someone be so talented that he's like, he has a comedy following and then a serious musical following. Yeah, I know. That blows my mind. Someone can be so successful in two totally unrelated things. Yep. It's so lucky. Yep. Um, Not to diminish his skill in any way, but it, it still is. Uh, So here's 30 seconds of that song, Slow Dancing in the Dark by Joji. That song reminds me a lot of Frank Ocean's style. Very, like, sensual and smooth. Yeah. So good. He's, uh, I think he's been on the H3 podcast. He has. I, I didn't see it, but I remembered that fact upon realizing who he was. Yeah. 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 It's kind of cool when you realize that, like, someone you've been listening to, like, their music you realize that they're also like a YouTube personality. Like uh, my song of the week a few weeks ago that had Oliver Tree in it. Yeah. He's a YouTuber that does stuff with this other like comedy sketch channel, Churdly's. So it was just cool to put the pieces together and realize who it was. So I imagine it was the same type of feeling with Joji. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. sure. So how about you this week? You got anything good for us? I'm going to be bringing to you guys... Another song by VHS Collection. Now, earlier this season, uh, I believe it was episode 63. I don't believe. I'm looking at the spreadsheet, so I know it was exactly <laughs> episode 63. I used their song, Lean, 
I really enjoyed it, and I remember saying that I was probably going to be bringing another song of theirs to the table later down the season, or later along into the season, and this is that time. So this is one of their tracks that goes by the name Sign. Here's 30 seconds of that. One of the reasons I know that I love VHS Collection is because I actually remembered that track, Lean, Yeah. when you mentioned it. Because a lot of times you'll say, actually, like what you just did with uh, Oliver Tree, you said that you brought a song from him. I couldn't remember it at all. But when you said Lean from VHS Collection, I was like, oh, yeah, that one, because it stuck out to me. Right. It was very good. Yeah. Um, and I love the way it sounds. Yeah, this one is just the same for right. me. I mean, it sounds... I might like this song more than the other VHS Collection song I brought. I have I listen to Lean quite frequently, but I think I listen to Sign more. Yep. The, just, the vocal effect that they have on the, on the vocals in the song and just the constant harmony in the background and that the beat is just good. Oh, it's just such a great song all the way around. I love it. Something else I want to add about that harmonizing vocalizer yeah. effect is if you have good headphones or, or a good setup in any way and you can really differentiate the layers of that, it makes it sound amazing. Yeah. Like uh, what comes to my mind is Hide and Seek. By Emojin? Yeah. Or Imjin, however she says. I, thought- I think I think she says Imjin. Oh, okay. I've always said Imogen. I've always said Imogen Heap. Oh. But. Who knows? It's a weird name. I don't know. (laughs) Say it however you want. (laughs) It's funny because like there's been multiple times when I've heard that song either in your car or you've brought it up. But this latest time that I heard it was when I was trying to figure out the differences between uh, Tidal music streaming and Spotify music streaming. Yeah. And you brought up that song as a good differentiator yeah because of how complex it is right and i listened to it about seven or eight times that night because i was really appreciating how it sounded and i think that's definitely one of my go-to songs now do you know how she made that song so she kind of quote-unquote invented an instrument she's the instrument like she she had she made them she built a machine that she puts on and based on her arm movements and her hand positions, it plays different notes and applies different vocal effects to her vocals. What? She has a song called me, the machine. I don't know if you've ever heard that one. No, but it's all about like her being the machine to make the music that she makes. She made it. Yeah. She built the machine. Is she an engineer? She's like a mastermind. (laughs) Clearly. I'll have to send you, uh, there's a video on YouTube. Maybe I'll remember to link it in the description of this episode. But there's a video on YouTube of the process she went through to make the machine. And it demos it and she shows how to use it. Actually, she did a few TED Talks with it too, I believe. That's impressive. Um, But she's like, she's a very eccentric person. Like you can tell that like 
her brain is 10 steps ahead of herself. Yes. Like she's always just thinking of like the next thing. And like, I really admire uh, her for that. Yeah. Like listening to uh, Bjork speak. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's so eccentric that she is just beyond reality. It's just, yeah. but yeah, can't even hold a normal conversation. She, she wears a machine or um, uh, Imjin, Imogen, however you say yeah. her name. She wears a machine when she makes her music. I don't know that she does it for every track. I would be very surprised if she did. But there are certain songs where she's like, it's cool to watch her on stage because she, as she like moves her hand up, like if she holds her hand out flat like this and moves it up and down, it'll change the pitch of her voice. But then if she does this, like makes a fist and moves her arm up and down, it'll do a different effect. Oh my Or word. if she like closes her fist and like turns her hand this way, it'll like alter her voice in a different way so she's like on stage like doing this stuff with her hands to make wow. the music it's really cool <laughs> i've not seen that but i think i would love that that's so cool that's impressive i had yeah. no idea she was a genius she's a super genius clearly well i guess that wraps up song of the week we ended up talking about someone we didn't even use as a song of the week for more than we talked about our own artists but She's worth talking about. May- have we ever done her as a song of the week? No. Maybe we should do an emojin heap week. Here. You can do uh, you can do hide and seek and I'll do me the machine. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilies. Delicious. H2O. Get yourself some H2O. This episode sponsored by water. Drink it. Water. Drink it. <laughs> I'm going to put that at the beginning of the episode. It's going to it's going to play before our intro. Yeah. This week's episode is brought to you by water. Drink it. <laughs> For a 30% discount code, visit www.h2o.com forward slash the Jake and Joe show. Forward slash the Jake and Joe show. Enter code JJS for 30% discount on your first purchase of water. Drink it. <laughs> Every time we say water, we have to say, drink it. No, you, you got to end the sentence with water and then say, water, drink it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to that short word from our sponsor. Back to the Jake and Joe show. Jake, do you like game shows? I really do. Do you like playing game shows? I've always wanted to be on one. Well, guess happened. what? Today, what? you are. What? Welcome to the Jake and Joe show game show show. Holy crap. Holy confetti just dropped down There's from the confetti ceiling. everywhere. People are clapping. And we're partying. Yeah. Woo. The Jake and Joe show game show show. Woo. Okay. So last week we teased it. This week we're talking about it. I think I said that at the beginning of the episode. I don't care. I like how it sounds. We're talking about logical fallacies. All right. I explained this to you a little bit before we started recording, but here's how the game show is going to work. I'm going to give you a little example of a logical fallacy. I am then going to give you three names of three different logical fallacies. You are going to name or you're going to pair the example with the logical fallacy. Now, for those listening who don't know what a logical fallacy is, it's basically, it's a very simple psychological principle that it allows you to define different strategies used in an argument basically Um, it allows you to take the strategy that someone's using to beat you in an argument and give it a name and give it a definition so you can recognize that thing more easily in the future for example i want to give an example of um, one that i'm not that i don't use 
Uh, uh, no, I can't. I can't give you any examples. <laughs> okay. I don't want to risk ruining any of the questions in the game. Uh, but basically, if you always end your arguments with, and that's because I'm a, the cowboy in the East, what? you'd probably call that like the cowboy in the East fallacy. <laughs> okay. And it would be like, that's what, anytime someone said that they're the cowboy in the East, that would be a lot, uh, that would be the fallacy that okay. you, that you'd call it. So <laughs> why do you let me talk? I why, don't know. why do you let me, I don't know, Joe, control anything? <laughs> You're just put, excited for this game you, show. You put too much faith in me. You, <laughs> I come, I come up with this game show idea. I edit the episodes. But you put way too much faith in me. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed that our listens have been going down? It's because I'm editing. Because you're in over your head. <laughs> I'm in over my head, Jake. I'm drowning here. <laughs> and I'm just on a boat lounging, <laughs> your hands up, and I'm. Ju- I just slowly look down at it. <laughs> Keep sunbathing. So at the end of this show, there are five questions. If you get three or more correct, I have written a small little paragraph of my devotion to you, which I will read live on the show. But if you only get two out of five correct, I have written a paragraph for you to read on the show about me. (laughs) Okay. So there's actual stakes in this. Okay. This isn't just for fun. (laughs) You You have to... Do good or you shall be shamed. All right. All right. <laughs> That's great. All right. First question. Let's see how you do. All right. You discover a friend has stolen a bicycle and has justified it by saying the person he stole the bike from is much better off than he is. Another friend of yours says it's wrong to steal. You offer the resolution that it might sometimes be okay to steal given the situation. Is that logical fallacy? Or name that logical fallacy. Is it A, black or white? B, middle ground? Or C, composition and division? I'm going to call that. No, go go ahead and and talk out your thought process. I think, first off, it can't be C because. You don't know what that is? I just don't really know what that is. And, I appreciate the and honesty. And it can't be A because, well, it actually could be A because it makes a little bit of sense. But the fact of the matter is he's taking two perspectives and coming to the middle. So with that in mind, I will have to go with B, middle ground, final answer. Final answer? Final answer. You are... Correct. Yeah. It is the middle ground fallacy. All right. The middle ground fallacy's definition is saying that a compromise or middle point between two extremes must be the truth. I see that a lot, actually. In fact, I think I use that quite a bit uh, politically, but maybe Mm. it doesn't necessarily apply to that. Right. Uh, Well, no, no, it definitely can. I mean, basically... If you aren't either extremely liberal or extremely Republican, right, then you use the middle ground fallacy to define your political standpoint. I think it works a lot with morals because in your example, he just took two moral opinions and used those as like some sort of grand sides right. to come to his conclusion, yeah. justifying what his 
view on it was, and that isn't necessarily right. Let's move on to the second question. All right. You've decided that you think going to a community college is the right move for you. You get into a conversation with some of your friends who talk about how the quality of education received from a community college isn't as good as the education you'd receive from a larger, more expensive university. Not wanting to embarrass yourself in front of your friends, you change your opinion and decide you feel as though a more expensive school is the way to go. Is that A, the bandwagon fallacy, B, the appeal to emotion fallacy, or the C, no true Scotsman fallacy. <laughs> do, 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 well, do, do, do. I'm going to go and knock off C because I don't see how nationality has anything to do with it. <laughs> and now we're between A and B. A was the bandwagon effect. Yes. And B was what? Appeal to emotion. Appeal to emotion. Now, this one actually kind of is I, I have an idea of what I'm going to go with but both kind of make sense here since this person doesn't want to make his friends feel bad or he doesn't want to look bad for his friends it can kind of appeal to emotion but ultimately I'm going to go with a bandwagon effect because he's taking his friends opinions and like a sheep he is changing his just because he is in the minority. So I will go with A, bandwagon effect, final answer. Final answer. And the answer is not C. Oh. It is not <laughs> No True Scotsman. Right. It is not B, <laughs> appeal to emotion, meaning that it is A, bandwagon. Okay. You are two for two. That you was get- close, though, honestly. I can see it going either way. You get one more right, and I have to read this paragraph at the end of the show. Okay. So I'm not feeling very good, honestly, because you've got three more chances to get one right. Before moving on, let's define the bandwagon fallacy. Appealing to popularity or the fact that many people do something as an attempted form of validation. Now, a lot of times this fallacy is used personally. Like, you won't ever voice to your friends that you're, like, falling prey to the bandwagon uh, fallacy. You'll, like, maybe think in your head that oranges are the best fruit, but, like, a group of your friends are talking about how apples are actually the best fruit. Right. And that will sway you into agreeing that apples are the best, even though you had a different opinion. Yeah. Mostly people who don't want to go against the tide are going to experience this. Yeah. All right, third logical fallacy, third question. You, a man, I had to specify that I came up with these examples, by the way, so don't make fun of them. Okay. You, a man, drive a car with an automatic transmission. You always have and always will. A friend of yours proclaims, men don't drive automatics, (laughs) they drive manuals. (laughs) You retort with, I'm a man and I drive an automatic, to which your friend proclaims, a true man doesn't drive an automatic. Gatekeeping, final answer. Is it really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I should make you stick with it, though, because you did say final answer. Is that A, composition or division, or composition and division, rather, B, no true Scotsman, or C, ambiguity? Oh, man. Okay. These are getting harder as we go along, okay. just so you know. So go ahead and talk through your thought process on this one. 
Okay. No true Scotsman. I even out of context, I can't see how this situation would even apply there, so I'm just gonna kick that one out. B is what? B was no true Scotsman. Oh shoot, what was A? A was composition and division. Composition and division. Composition is when you bring something together, you write it or something. And division is when you take it apart. And then ambiguity is just a more generalized term. I should have called it the ambiguity fallacy. These all are fallacies. So they would be the composition and division fallacy, the no true Scotsman fallacy, and the ambiguity fallacy. An ambiguity fallacy would be... Man, you know what? Honestly, I don't have a good definition for ambiguous. But I'm going to have to uh, go with ambiguous, the ambiguous fallacy, final answer. That was option C. C is your final? Yes. You you have to say the letter. C. It's just the way it works. Final answer. Those are the rules. It is. The correct answer is... I haven't told you yet. You said it is. It is. Yeah, and then now I was going to continue the sentence, but I decided to start over. <laughs> the answer is B. Uh, no true Scotsman. It is. Yes. No true Scotsman. Oh, no true Scotsman would do this. Exactly. Ah, uh, okay. No true Scotsman is making what would be called an appeal to purity as a way to dismiss relevant criticism or flaws in an argument. Okay. As in, no true American would vote for this person. A true American would vote for the person who wants to make America great mm. again. <laughs> Not anyone specifically. I'm just <laughs> generalizing here. Yep. Or how um, for a long period of time after the September 11th attacks, if you had any voice against anti-war, it was instantly that you were anti-patriot. So I hear. I was 11. (laughs) I was but a wee lad. I was (laughs) seven. Now that we're talking (laughs) Scotsman. Claire. Claire. (laughs) Question number four. You've been invited to a weekend away with the boys. Sounds good, man. You haven't hung out with this group of friends in over a year. Oh. You excitedly accept, but oh no, you forgot that you promised to spend this weekend with your girl. You explain the situation to your beloved, and with tears in her eyes, she exclaims, If you go with the boys, you have no love left for me. Is that A, the ambiguity fallacy? B, the black or white fallacy, or C, the anecdotal fallacy? Okay. One, well, A, I don't think that's ambiguous whatsoever, even though I just admitted I really don't have a good definition for it. (laughs) I just sounded smart, so A, I'll just toss that aside. I'm really leaning towards black and white because the girlfriend in this scenario is only seeing things as you like your boys or you like me. Well, talk, let's discuss anecdotal. Why don't you think that's... Anecdotal, well, an anecdote is a relevant story. And I don't see how... I don't think uh, the, the... I think it would be... The fallacy is in the girlfriend's argument, correct? 
I'm I and will well, neither I confirm the, nor well, deny. Well, I think the question should be pretty clear that that the statement as a whole is an example of the fallacy. Okay, I'll say, I'll yeah, I will say black and white, and that was A, correct? No, that was B. All right, B was black and white. Yes, B. <laughs> you know, before I answer, I just want to say on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, if the screen wasn't in front of them. Do they have a screen in front of them saying what the options are? I think I think they do. Because yeah. I find myself, I'm like, if I wasn't able to reread these and look, there'd be, there'd be no way that I could actually remember them. <laughs> and I'm clearly right right now. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with B, black and white. Final answer because the girlfriend is not taking any sort of middle ground. She's just one way or the other. She's gonna find you. She's gonna get you, get you, get you, get you. The final answer is, pause for dramatic effect, B, black or white, meaning that you have now gotten three out of five questions right, and I have to shame myself at the end of the show. And you still have to ask me one more question. One more question. All right. Here we go. You go on a road trip with your friends. Midway through another day of drive. So, so is this like immediately following question four? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> you made your choice. The, the decision has been made. <laughs> Midway through another day of driving, you all stop at a diner for a quick bite. And to reminisce on your past relationship. <laughs> it was good while it lasted, boys. <laughs> when you get back to your car, you're greeted with a parking violation on the window. Several months later, you're summoned to court. The judge asks you why you haven't paid your parking fines. You argue that the sign said, fine for parking here. So you assumed it would be fine to park here. Is That's that hilarious. A, anecdotal, B, the appeal to emotion fallacy, or C, the ambiguity fallacy? There it is. There it is. Oh, you think you know? You think oh, you're I know so it. smart? I know it. Um, Go ahead and talk through your, your reasoning. So- while you were explaining how he perceived the sign, I was like, I think that's an example of ambiguity. And I was hoping that ambiguity would be a option. So that's seriously the only, my only logic here. Um, I know that's not appealing to any emotion because it's just his perception, although he right. is trying to sway someone's thoughts to get out of trouble. What was the first option? Option A. Anecdotal. Anecdotal. It could be. It could be because it's a story. It's not a bad option. But I will go with ambiguous C, final answer, because of it being purely based on his perception of the sign. The answer is C, ambiguity. You are correct. You got four (laughs) out of five. So I knew as I was coming up with these questions in this little game show that it was going to be hard to make it hard. Because like to give an example of a fallacy, the the fallacies are very well named. Like it's obvious what they probably mean. Right. So I knew you're a logical dude. I figured you'd be able to figure it out pretty easily. I'm honestly upset that I didn't get no Scott or no true Scott. Right. Yeah, it I, makes I complete thought, sense. I just, 
I was stuck on the whole Scotsman thing. I was like, what? How was that Scottish? <laughs> I thought for sure that was the one that you were going to get without a doubt because oh. right in the example it says a true man doesn't drive yeah. an automatic and then the name of the fallacy is no true Scotsman. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's the end of the game show and that pretty much marks the end of our episode. So I guess without further ado, I must read this paragraph that I wrote for myself. I thought you myself. were going to try to like have me say a wise word and close up shop. <laughs> we'll catch you back next <laughs> week, guys. Now, this is what I wrote. And it's basically the paragraph was going to be the same thing for either of us, just with some names swapped. <laughs> oh, really? So here it is. Jake is the best and greatest friend I will ever have. He solely <laughs> carries this podcast on his back. And without him, I would be nothing. I, Joe, am honored to be in a creative partnership with a man so intelligent. <laughs> the word intelligent doesn't do his intellect justice. I solemnly swear that all of this is true and will remain true until the day I die. Sincerely, Joe. <laughs> That's good. All right. <laughs> I really wanted you to have to read that. <laughs> Next time I do a game show, I'm going to have to make it way harder so you fail. That's awesome. Then okay. you have to read it. Sounds good. Well, it's official, Jake. You carry this podcast on your shoulders. <laughs> Clearly, it wouldn't be what Definitely. it is. Oh. It wouldn't be what it is without you. Yeah, I mean, well, it'd be that, half. That's of, true. It'd be half of what it is. Right. Well, arguably a little more than half. Right. Right. Yeah, it would. It would probably be like ninety-five percent of what uh, it is. No. Without me. No. 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 It would be like fifty-one percent of what it is. <laughs> I give myself one percent for editing. Yeah. But okay. otherwise, it's this. It's equal. It's yeah. very, very similar. I guess before we wrap up, they're gonna need a wise word omnipotence have i used that no no i don't think so okay let's hope you're not already repeating words because there are an awful lot of words to choose from and we've only done like 13 episodes this season so but there's probably i I imagine there's probably a limited amount of words that That just come to my head for smart sounding wise (laughs) words that's true although one day i said koala Apparently to you, that is a wise word. That is a wise animal. Koala. They eat their own poo. Oh, my word. Yeah. I recently learned that. And they are the marsupial with the smallest brain to body ratio. Yeah. So they're really stupid. Well. And they just sleep all day. But they're wise. You're sounding pretty omnipotent. The omnipotent koala. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. Oh, why do I why say do you weekend? always say weekend? This I, I, is the middle of the week. I my think boy. it's really optimistic of me. Yeah, it's the middle of the week, and for us, it's Monday. Yeah, so it's not even close. Right. Have a great week, guys. Um, we're Second half getting of into your week. May now. Yeah. So that's awesome. I mean, it's it's at least May first with you listening to this right now. We Enjoy have, the summer, man. We, we got to have a guest on the show. I'm not sure how we're going to do it with this new equipment setup, but we'll figure something out. And have I a know. guest on. Make it happen somewhere. We're going to do it at least once this sem- semester. Jeez. You are this in the season. school spirit. I really am. School mode almost done, though. You got like one Dude. more week of classes and then finals this week, week, right? It's just this week and then next week. But I don't have any finals because of the way my teacher's doing things. So this is it? Well, no. I, I, I just go to school like regular. Oh, okay. I just So next week is your school. last week. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Well, we'll see how you're feeling next Monday when we record. Oh. You're going to be even more excited. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be so pumped. Yeah. 
All right, guys, that wraps up episode 74. Coming back at you with three quarters of a hundred. 75% of the way to a hundred. And a hundred is just the beginning. Mm. We have been climbing the mountain for years and we're only halfway up. We're only halfway up. Mark our words where there's only going to be 148 episodes of this show. Yeah, that's it. No more. See you later, guys. See ya. It's a tug of war Battling to keep my sanity Say no more